0: Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and today is November third of two thousand and twenty-two. Today we celebrate Thursday of the thirty-first week in ordinary time. It's also the optional memorial of Saint Martin de Porres, religious. Today's gospel comes to us from the Gospel according to Luke, the beginning of chapter fifteen. We'll see verses one through ten. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus addressed this parable to them. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy. And upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need of repentance. What woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she does find it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I lost. In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. In today's Gospel, we heard how the Pharisees and scribes grumbled amongst themselves when they saw how Jesus welcomed and ate with tax collectors and sinners. In reply, Jesus offers two beautiful parables that show God's reaction to sinners. Although both images would have been familiar to his listeners, they would have known perfectly what he was speaking about, what would have called their attention was the image of God the Father, who is presented as actively seeking out what was lost. So then for us, we can consider two points. First, God's love for us. And second, what our own reaction should be towards sinners. Sinners. In the first parable, the shepherd goes off in search of the lost sheep. Now, sheep are dumb animals. Jesus' listeners would have known that. And the cause for this one getting lost was its own foolishness, its own stupidity. Yet, biblical shepherds were known to follow their lost animals for miles, simply to take the chance in the hope that they would be able to find them again alive and bring them back to the flock. Now, in a beautiful homily, St. Asterius of Amasea emphasizes this devotion of the shepherds as he writes, We see a shepherd who had a hundred sheep. When one of them was separated from the flock and lost its way, that shepherd did not remain with the sheep who kept together at pasture. No, he went off to look for the stray. He crossed many valleys and thickets. He climbed great and towering mountains. He spent much time and labor and wandering through solitary places until at last he found his sheep. When he found it, he did not chastise it. He did not use rough blows to drive it back, but gently placed it on his own shoulders and carried it back to the flock. He took greater joy in this one sheep, lost and found, than in all the others. Thus ends the quote of St. Asterius, but we can think, too, of the words of St. Teresa of Lisieux when she said that the, chicks, the sick child is the one who receives more affection, who receives more attention from the parents than a healthy one. And we could say, too, that the sinner receives more love and affection in that merciful search than the many who don't go astray. Likewise, it's interesting that the shepherd places the sheep where, on his shoulders, just just as the way Jesus will carry the cross on his shoulders. In the second parable, we have the woman finding her lost coin, and it seems like her reaction is almost excessive. The coin she loses, the technical Greek word for it, is a drachma, the Greek equivalent to the Roman denarius. So in terms of monetary value, the coin is worth almost nothing. And yet she lights a lamp to look for the coin, and then, having found it, she calls her friends and neighbors to have a get-together to celebrate. Many fathers of the church noted that since the coin was Greek, it would have had the ruler's image on it, the royal likeness stamped upon it. When we fall into sin, we who are made in God's image and likeness distort that image. But when God finds us again, we're cleaned and made whole again. What's interesting is that in neither case did the thing that was lost want to be found. It was the owner who went out looking for it. Even though God is the source of unending life and happiness, the sinner who remains in sin either can't see that or doesn't want to see it. Yet nonetheless, Jesus goes looking for the sinner. St. Peter Chrysologus, the doctor of the church, expresses the mystery this way. He says, Why, O man, Are you so worthless in your own eyes and yet so precious to God? Why render yourself such dishonor when you are honored by Him? This leads us to our second point. On the one hand, we all need to be grateful to God for His mercy. It's a mercy that saved us when we had wandered, and it's something that, through no merit of our own, brought us back and raised us up to be His servants. Likewise, the parables teach us to be patient with sinners. In that earlier homily, St. Asterius continues saying that these parables teach us that we should not look upon men or women as lost or beyond hope. We shouldn't abandon them when they are in danger or are slow to come to their aid. When they turn away from the right path and wander, we must lead them back and rejoice at their return welcoming them back in the company of those who lead good and holy lives. So today then, let's ask the intercession of Mary, cause of our joy, and St. Martin de Porres for the grace to give thanks to God for his mercy and to rejoice in his love for us.